I'm Rachel Poli with Ari Neglin, and we're your hosts for the Merry Writer Podcast. We're on episode 86, and this week's question is, can writing challenges really help writers? But before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening so you never miss a show. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like. So today, we're going to be talking about writing challenges because we love writing challenges, despite how much we may suck at them. But what exactly is a writing challenge? It, it's basically what it sounds like. It's a way to get the creative juices flowing and it's a way to help you get words down on paper or on your screen or however you write best. And writing challenges can often be like a word count goal or it could be a, a page count goal or you could just give yourself a certain deadline that you wanna say, I wanna finish editing the first draft by this day. And there are many challenges out there that you can find on the internet, or you can create a challenge for yourself. And there are all these different ways that you could go about it. I think you're right about the uh, the challenges online. I remember when I first heard about challenges, it was kind of, I assumed that everything would be like um, something massive and you'd have to pay and everything. A quick Google search will bring up loads of things like really small challenges to really big challenges. So there's a nice mix for whether you're a short story writer, a novel, novelist writer, poetry writer. Yeah, I kind of like that there is a nice mix of it. So definitely, definitely quite a lot out there if you do use a search engine and see, see what's out there. Have a, have a, bit, of a, a bit of a mooch, see what you can find. So for this week's episode, we're just going to be talking about a couple of different writing challenges that we've participated in. And the first one I'm going to talk about is NaNoWriMo which we have talked about on the podcast before. And in October 2020, I believe, uh, we had my sister on the podcast, Kristen, and we discussed NaNoWriMo and the whole spiel of it. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you can go ahead and, and give it a listen. But NaNoWriMo stands for National Novel Writing Month, and it happens every November. And the goal is to write 50,000 words of a brand new novel. Now, 50,000 words sounds like a lot, but and it's about 1,667 words a day. And it works for some people, and it doesn't work for other people, and that's fine. But one of the things I really love about NaNo is that they have, they have their own website, and there's a huge forum, so you can get to know other writers, you can talk to people in your genre, find writing buddies, find beta readers, and you can also get together with people that are within your region, and you can have uh, write-ins. And you don't need to stick to the 50,000 word rule. Like you can be a nano rebel, as they call it, and you can do whatever you want. You don't have to start a brand new novel. You don't have to write 50,000 words. You can do what works for you. And that's why they have two Camp NaNoWriMo sessions during the, during the spring and summer, during April and July. And during camp, you can set whatever word count you want or you can have your goal be a page count, or you can have your goal be editing, and you can just have total free reign of it. And I've been participating in NaNoWriMo for over 10 years now, and it's always worked for me. And because I like seeing the progress bar, they have a progress bar on, on um, their website, and you can have different writing buddies, so you can see their progress bars, and I'm very competitive. So even though I may not know somebody and I just know them through the internet, if their progress bar is more full than mine, then that motivates me to keep going. I have to admit, I only did NaNoWriMo once. I think it was like 2018. I had heard about it, but it had kind of 
it, it had never sort of grabbed me and then I don't know what it happened in 2018 but it was like I'm gonna try this despite the fact that I don't often do well with kind of really tight deadlines <laughs> but I am totally with with you on that the whole progress bar watching that go up it's such a weird buzz watching it especially if you if you overshoot your, your word count it's like yeah look at that the only problem i had was if i failed to hit those word counts or if something happened and obviously november is a bit of a difficult time if you run a business that deals with customers especially one that connects to people who maybe buy things for christmas because it's a really busy month and i remember getting halfway through and then I just I ended up dropping off with the with the word counts because I was so busy and watching that bar sort of massively drop and then struggle every time. It's like I couldn't even get the actual the regular word count in, never mind like catching up to the ones I'd missed. So because of that, I got really disheartened and then I got annoyed about everything. And it's like, well, I'm just not going to finish. And I just never did it again because I can be a big baby and I throw my toys out of the pram when things go wrong. <laughs> but when it works and you're able to keep going, there is a really nice sense of community. I have to admit, I did actually reach out to some people on the forums and everything, which I never usually do. I'm usually quite like, I'm just here for the writing. I'm not, I'm not talking to people. But I actually found it interesting that it was broken down by genres and you could reach out and just see how people are doing. Some people would ask for advice. Some people would just be like, hey, you want to meet and chat to people? And some people were like, yeah, I want to write in buddies so we can be accountability buddies. There was a really friendly atmosphere throughout everything. It's like whether you, people had been there and like the, there were NaNoWriMo you know, experts who've been doing it for years and years and years to the newbies like me who had only ever started it once. It was really nice you didn't have this kind of feeling of being unwelcome at all so for that that was really good I just failed to finish it and haven't gone back since because I'm remembering how bad I was and I'm struggling to try again <laughs> I also made the decision to do it the day before it started which I believe is bad I think oh, that yeah is it called like Preptober for October yep. to get you ready? And I didn't know that. And I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to start on, you know, tomorrow. No plan, nothing. So what a big shock. Failed miserably. So yeah, that that's, <laughs> it is good. Just be better than me. Well, that's the thing. I feel like Nano was such a hit or miss for some people. It works really well for some. And then for others, it just doesn't at all. There's no like in between. It's kind of funny, but yeah, I, the forums, I don't usually talk to people in them either, but there was one year where I said to my sister, I'm like, you know what, we should go out and meet new writers. So I went onto my region form and, you know, I mentioned that my sister and I write at Barnes and Noble every Saturday. And if anybody wanted to join us, you know, that'd be great. And one person responded and this was a few years ago and they ended up joining my writing group at my local library and because of COVID, the writing group kind of fizzled out, but now we have a Dungeons and Dragons group together. So we're still very much in touch and close with each other. So it it's not even just always about the writing, but it's just meeting new people and making friends and stuff too. And something else that's big with Nano is kind of another writing challenge. It's not, this one doesn't really have any deadlines per se or anything. Ari, have you ever heard of writing sprints? I have. 
I'd heard of them um, a few times. I'd, I'd hear them on YouTube. Uh, writers would mention it. And I kind of had a vague idea what they were about. But it was when people were like, oh, we're doing writing sprints together. And I'm like, I don't get that. But I have found out what that means and everything. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. So basically, people just get together either like on the Internet or in person and they set a timer and they say, we're going to write 500 words in 10 minutes. And they just sit there and like get hyper-focused for those 10 minutes. And then when the timer goes off, they say, I wrote this amount of words. I wrote that amount of words and blah, blah, blah. And the funny thing is writing sprints are huge with Nano and they're huge with a lot of people, Nano or not. And, but writing sprints never worked for me. I like to look at the clock and I say, let's see how many words I can write in an hour. And that works for me. But if I set a timer for a certain amount of time and I say, okay, I want to meet this word count. No, it just doesn't work for me. I don't know why. No, I, I can see that. I I don't do well with with like tight deadlines, as I said. And a sprint is even worse because I am the sort of person that if I, if I was given like twenty five minutes to do writing, now I can do it with other things like twenty five minutes to clean my room or twenty five minutes to sort through papers. That's fine. But when it's something creative. And they say like, oh, 25 minutes. I'm going to spend the first 10 minutes having a bit of a blank moment because it takes 10 minutes for my brain to kick in. So unless I've literally decided exactly what scene I was going to write, I am not going to get the full 25 minutes. I'm going to get 15, maybe. So it's, yeah, it doesn't really work for me either. Um, and I don't, I have to admit, I personally don't get the concept of writing sprints with a group because I have seen them on YouTube where a YouTube person has been like, we're sprints, we're sprinting. And then they, they literally, you're watching a video of people going. <laughs> That's it. And it's like, they're not talking to each other, which is fine. And I get that it really helps other people. And sometimes just having that group around you can kind of energize you enough to think, oh, they're typing, I'm typing, yay. But I honestly, it seemed such an odd thing to me to sit there watching a, a, like a very quiet video of people just clicking and typing. And then then going, woo, we did it. And it's like, what did I just watch? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand how, how people can do it over the internet because I can see how it can be very awkward. In person, it's a little bit easier when you sit down and not necessarily do sprints with other people, but when you just get together and you're just all writing. And you're just making progress and, you know, whatever. There's no pressure of the clock. But it is kind of funny because when I first met uh, those friends that from Nano, we went to a Starbucks and we, we sat there and we wrote together. And we just had the ambiance of the coffee shop of people coming and going and the smell of the cafe and all of that stuff. So it was a nice environment. But before COVID hit during NaNoWriMo, my local library had a write-in. So we all decided to go to support the library and stuff, but it was actually just us and my library, the way they set it up, they had certain tables for everybody and they had somebody be in the room with us to like, I don't know, monitor us for some reason. I don't like, I don't know, but I felt like I was in school and I, cause it was very quiet and I felt like we were supposed to be taking a test or something. And I felt like I needed to raise my hand if I had to get up to go to the bathroom. Like it was, it was a very weird environment. So I don't understand how people can do that over the internet when you're listening, when you're just quietly listening to other people 
type away and stuff. Yeah. So I get yeah. that. I think, yeah, I think in person, because you can kind of like, you can stop, you can be like, oh, I'm stuck at this point, or I ain't got nothing, or oh my God, this is a really, really good part. You can have a bit of chit chat, you can stop, you can have a break, or even just, just being with people. But yeah, doing it over a video, especially if it's not even on Zoom, like I said, it was like on YouTube. So you've got one person with a video camera and everyone just watching them but you can hear everyone typing it just and then obviously there's a chat box that's like going yay we're doing it and it's like I don't get it I'm not saying it's wrong obviously it really works a lot of people really love them and I think that's brilliant if it works for you do it I just don't get it I just it it seems odd to me but then again maybe the way I do things is pretty odd to other people but yeah yeah it's uh it's kind of like a study group. If you if you had a study group and you were at the library studying, even if you're all just reading books and making your own notes and not really talking much, that makes more sense than trying to do it online over Zoom where you've all just looking at the top of each other's heads because you've all got your head down writing notes and nobody's speaking. Seems a little odd. But hey, right. we're adapting, aren't we? We're adapting with the pandemic of what we can. Yes. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And I mean, the whole point of this episode is we're just listing different writing challenges. And if any of these work for you, great. If not, then that's okay. You don't have to do any challenges. But I am going to move on to another challenge that I've heard of, and it's called a a word, word crawl. Have you heard of those? I have not. So those are actually a a lot of fun and people will go all out and they'll create like Excel spreadsheets and things like that. I've actually heard of word crawls through the nanoforms because they have a special writing challenge section and people will share Excel spreadsheets or Google Docs or whatever, and they'll write their own story. And it's kind of like a choose your own adventure story, but sometimes they have themes or they're based off of a fandom like Harry Potter or Pokemon or something. So basically what it is, is they'll start a story and then it'll say, if you choose this, write x amount of words in this time if you meet that word count then this happens if you get below the word count then that happens so it's like a, it's a, basically a choose your own adventure story while you're writing your own story that's quite different i've not yeah i've not heard of anything like that so yeah it it's a lot of fun and i haven't and again it's it's similar to sprints in the sense that you're like you have to write x amount of words in this amount of time So I've seen word crawls, but I haven't really done them enough and stuck with them because I just don't work that way. But it it, like last Nano, my sister did a Pokemon one. So, you know, at the beginning, it was like, right, right for this amount of time. If you get between this number and this number, you get Bulbasaur. If you write this many words between that many words, you get Charmander and so so on. So it was it was it's clever. And I think, and it helps if you make your own word crawl, it's pretty cool because you're basically writing fan fiction or you're writing your own original story. And it's just another way to share your work with other people. Yeah. It's kind of like a win-win. I think with a lot of these challenges, the writing doesn't have to be an isolated pursuit. You know, we all have this idea that, you know, the writer sits alone in the dark little hovel, typing away furiously, drinking oodles of coffee and you know, listening to the voices in their head as they are, as the characters argue. Now, don't get me wrong. I love that, you know, except for the coffee part. And personally, I work better on my own. I can understand the idea of challenges and I like doing some of them and things like that. 
and I like the idea of like the forums and the places you can go but where you're actually sat with other writers that doesn't really work well for me I I don't do well in a group with my writing but I know so many other writers who don't do well isolated you know locked in their own room away from people they like to write in coffee shops they like to write in the living room where they've got the family around them they like to do with you know write with their friends because that's the sort of personality they have that's maybe they're an extrovert maybe they just they need that kind of movement and life around them and I think that's where writing challenges work really well it can it can kind of take away the isolation and you know that kind of you're all alone when you're writing some of us like that some of us don't so a writing challenge is definitely a good idea if you're the sort of person that can feel a bit low alone when you're writing what I think what I'm trying to say is we spend a lot of time in our heads as writers we spend a lot of time alone doing things so having those spaces where you can actually spread out and be with other people in different ways is really useful especially if you're the sort of writer that needs that I do agree with you that writing challenges really do help people realize that they're not alone when it comes to writing because writing is not as easy as one, two, three as most people think it is. It's it's a hard, it's hard. It's very hard. And when you do it alone, it's harder. <laughs> it's very intelligent. But I think the other thing, the other reason why writing challenges help is that it keeps it fresh. Because how many times do we sit down at the computer and we can't think about what to write or we're just feeling stuck in whatever part of our novel we're currently writing, we don't know where to go next, or we keep making typos and things like that, we're just having an off day. And writing challenges help turn your thinking around. So whether you're racing the clock or you know, you're know you're doing a choose your own adventure in a word crawl or you go onto Pinterest or Google and you look up word prompts or picture prompts or any sort of writing prompt and you just write something different for the time being and take a break from your novel, you're still, you're still writing, you're still practicing the writing craft and you're still getting your creativity out. So we talked about some different writing challenges today and we, and I think long story short, I mean, the question was, do writing challenges actually help writers? So I guess my answer to that is a yes. I assume Ari, your answer to that is a yes. It is. I think yeah. you made the point about this, you know, the totally different challenges there are out there. So even if you sat there thinking, oh, NaNoWriMo doesn't sound like it would work for me. I don't want to write 50,000 words, you know, like over a thousand, over, you know, 1,500 a day. That's too many. It's like, there's so many others out there. So even if some of the challenges we talked about sound awful, there are other ones out there, or as Rachel said, you can create your own. You know, I think it's it's all about what works best for you. You're the sort of person who works well with either a deadline created by maybe a platform like NaNoWriMo or a deadline created by yourself that you create with your own challenge. It, uh, it can work. But yes, there are some writing challenges I've done that I'm like, yes. And then there's others where it's like, no. But yes, overall, I'd say if you're not sure, definitely give writing challenges a go. Definitely. Yeah, you have to find the one that works for you. But I, I think overall writing challenges, they do help writers in the long run. But now we're going to turn the question over to you. Have you guys tried writing challenges before? We'd love to chat about it. So tell us your answers in the comments or on Twitter using the, Mary, using the hashtag The Merry Writer Podcast. 
And we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you want to get some extra content, you can check out our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the Mary Writer podcast. You can support the show for as little as $1 a month and get extra bonus content. So tune in every Wednesday for a new episode where we ask all the right questions. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Stuffed Bookshelves. Our TBR piles are huge. The music titled Inspired is by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons 4.0.